This is your Drive Time News Blast. 30 minutes of jam-packed, up-to-the-minute news from a perspective of truth, liberty, and justice every weekday. This is Monica Perez. And I'm Brad Binkley. Today's top story is kind of twofold. It has to do with Iran, as you can imagine. They did, or we are being told that they did what they said they were going to do, which is attack our bases over in Iraq or the Middle East. We Trump made a big, long speech today saying we they did hit strike missiles at us, but nobody was hurt. And to me, when you start with that kind of stuff, he's— this whole thing was about Iran has got to make a response or they will be humiliated. And when they made a response that turned out flat, I have to say, rubbing that in their faces, if that is really how it came out, seems to me to be a way to dare them to one up. Yeah, that's exactly what I felt when I saw that Trump said that Iran is standing down. I thought, is that the best thing to say if this is actually true? Yeah. So the other big news was that the a Ukraine flight crashed. I saw with that. A lot of Canadians in it, like a majority Canadians. Iran Iran is saying that the Canadians were dual citizens with Iran or people of Iranian heritage. There was a minority of the people were Ukrainian. And I really was scratching my head over this one. So shortly after takeoff, it crashed and blew up. It's a Boeing seven thirty seven. Of course Boeing would be the one that that people are tweeting at me like, yeah. well, Boeing's have a lot of problems. I'm like, are you are you a coincidence theorist? Is that what <laughs> Boeing has a lot of problems? So a Ukrainian jet crashes in Iran like the day these missiles go off and everything. So I was really trying to figure out what the angle could possibly be on this one. And this is what I was thinking. So we, what was our response? Usually it's the response that, tells what the what the agenda is and i i have something else about the response being the tell on a different story today so the response was that we closed airspace over there or cautioned against flying in that airspace or whatever like we're restricting that airspace from our point of view okay so that's what happened so maybe that's what we want to happen. Maybe we're going to start flying bombing raids over there. Like, who knows why we did that? But that's what we did, and that was probably what we meant to do. And I thought, well, if we wanted to close that airspace, how would we get that done? We would – an incident like this would justify it. But do we even have planes over there? Like, how could we gin up an incident like that? Do we actually have people who can who can create those problems? And I thought Ukraine may may as well be our puppet as a government. So you could consider it a proxy or a satellite. So you might as well call it a U.S. jet. Then how would you think about it? You would think, well, this has a purpose. So I don't know the details yet. I'm sure the powers that be are just loving all the speculation that's going on around this. Who did it? How did they do it? Was it an accident? What will the investigation say? Who really died? Was someone being assassinated? All that stuff. But I think all that stuff is the distraction, that the reality is they wanted to make sure there was some control over the airspace, and this is how they did it. Didn't Iran say that they weren't going to give us the black box? I didn't hear that yet. I just was listening again to the news, and they said they found the black box, that originally they did – they. They thought it was an accident, but now they're investigating. I, don't, I didn't hear anything more update than that. 
But I didn't, you know, it's just, it comes out so fast, this news. And what's funny is about the news, like sometimes the news, like Fox News is behind the actual news. Like you can find information that's being released or rewritten or whatever, like on the internet, I'll get like a Daily Mail news flash that changes the story a little bit. And Fox is still doing like the earlier narrative. So I was listening to serious Fox headlines that could be behind the times. So that's this, that's part of it, yeah. This whole thing, and you touched on this a little bit yesterday, from the killing of the Iranian general to these strikes last night on apparently empty buildings to the response, the speech today, it all seems very – even more so than usual, dramatic, staged mm-hmm. out, mm-hmm. and definitely a red herring to something. Mm-hmm. Anticlimactic. I think yeah. cyber attacks are coming down. There's threats from oh, all these. The DOD the is telling people. Yeah, of Texas said that they're getting like 16 million cyber attacks a day from Iran. I heard Which, that's of course, a lot. Completely don't believe at that all. That is a lot like, of it's cyber so attacks. Stupid. And how does he know it's Iran? It's hard to find. Like I, I yeah, remember. right. It could be uh, a fat guy on a couch, as as Trump once said. Yes, exactly. I I witnessed a bot attack on a on a commerce site once, and it all looked like it was coming out of like Afghanistan or something, which it definitely wasn't. Like it definitely wasn't. But it just it doesn't work the way you think it. Like what what you see is not what you get. So I don't believe it anyway. I don't think they're even trying for that to make sense. Another thing that just like came across the wire was that there was a rocket strike in Iraq inside the green zone, whatever that is, near the U.S. embassy there. And it reminded me, Ron Paul said when that embassy came out, they were building that embassy, that this thing was just like a fortress. It was like the Taj Mahal. It wasn't like an embassy. It's like a base of some major proportions that has like numerous levels of security you have to get in wall after wall so when there were protests and stuff and they're throwing like pebbles at a wall that's like the seventh wall or something you know i remember him saying like this embassy we are not withdrawing troops when it takes thousands of people just to man the embassy or however many it takes so i just that rung in my mind that like that embassy is is not just your typical like castle for an ambassador yeah so yeah so trump came out with this big speech and it made me crazy what was did you have something oh no i was was just uh, yeah so so the speech okay this is what really made me crazy my mother called me my mother called me and i thought my mother she's a huge trump supporter but I'm pretty sure it's down to just like he's against abortion or he says he's against abortion. She's a single issue voter, activist, whatever. And I thought she was starting to realize. And I thought to myself, I told her from day one, this guy was all about starting a war with Iran. I mean, I told her from day one and all she said to me was, he is not, he is not, he doesn't want the war. And if he does that, I will be behind you 100%. Blah, blah. So I thought, oh, I'm going to like call my mother out on this. Like, I'm the only one who said from day one, like one of his major, he's got two big things, crash, you know, take cover, conservative cover for the big crash. 
and start a war with Iran. Those are his jobs. The uh, censorship infrastructure, those are secondary, but he has to do those two things. If they're going to use them for anything, that's it. So she says, oh, that guy was evil. He killed that guy. He was evil. It's like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? How do you know? I could just tell by looking at him. Just tell by looking at him. I mean, I don't know who actually looked at him because all they found was that ring because his right, body was so right, badly. Right. And it's not like my mother like doesn't like people who look like that. My dad kind of has that had that coloring, you know, like that is the, her, some of her own people look kind of like that, you know, like I don't. So I don't think it's just her being like, I don't know, that guy looks like an A-Rab, you know. I don't think that's what she's thinking. Yeah, I think it's the Trump, the the loyal yes. Trump support. It's the it's the pro-Trump derangement syndrome. Yeah. So I looked at so I said to her, it's like, look, when you face St. Peter and he says, why did you give your consent to this guy getting killed with your money and your name? Oh, Trump's the one who's going to have to talk to St. Peter about this. I said, no, 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 you are. I said, now Trump's a murderer. We didn't know that for sure before, but he's taking credit for being a murderer. You can't give him the benefit of the doubt. That's not how the legal system works. You're like, well, he killed that guy, but let's just assume he had a good reason. I wonder if Google's going to give St. Peter a copy of all our tweets and all our internet searches so he knows what we were really doing. I think so, but those hot links better work. Yeah. <laughs> because when you click through to that guy was evil, uh-huh. <laughs> I, I want yeah. them to click through. Right. You know, there's this uh, there's this article I tweeted by it's at a site called craigmurray.org.uk. I think I saw it on Lou Rockwell. And he goes into the legal reasons why it is completely illegal to kill. I mean, this is the recognized government of Iran. They have a military. This guy is a recognized government official. You're not allowed to just assassinate these guys. There are, there are like people have even rewritten the rules in a way that don't seem good. However, even those rewritten rules, like the preemptive strike stuff that um, Israel kind of created, I think for their six day war, I don't know, but I don't know all the history of it, but this guy's article is pretty good if you want to bone up on that stuff. But this, so what he's saying is you can't, it has to be non-state actors anyway. And that actually makes sense because of what's actually happening here, which is whatever this guy had planned, and they rewrite the expression imminent too. It doesn't really have to mean imminent. Uh, and imminence is is one of the criteria for just war, I think, like an imminent attack. So they use the word even though they don't mean what it means. But the problem, the reason you exempt non-state actors or only apply this to non-state actors is because a state actor is carrying out the policy of the state. So when you take this guy out, his his successor has already said he's going to continue everything this guy had on the burner. So if it's terrorism, it's terrorism, and then we have war, right? But taking this guy out doesn't actually change the outcome at all if he's acting in an official state capacity. So right. And if it's just a strategic, well, he's the best one of the bunch, so we have to kill him, then that is truly an act of war. But if this guy's rogue, then you give him a trial. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing yeah. legal about this. It's wrong. And and that, like, my mother, who has such a strong sense of morality, her even if it's just her morality, this violates her morality. You can't give somebody the benefit of the doubt on murder in another country with that could have implications for us all. I found it disturbing. It could be 
propaganda of the deed a symbolic thing designed to have an impact on other leaders? You know, they show them the tape of JFK. You talk about that. Yes, yes. If Trump, somebody were to do that to Trump, while it might not change mm. how the government acts, it would be a very powerful symbolic mobilizing thing that could be used for whatever, well, however now they want to use it. you're scaring me. Oh, so I didn't mean to scare you. Yeah, because what if this guy's getting set up? Trump. Trump? Not for international impeachment, but that when the Secret Service started failing under Obama, I was worried for Obama. Yeah. Because, like, with JFK and Reagan, like, those incidents, those guys got shot because of Secret Service failures. Yeah. You, you have to have that in place before you bring something down like that. And they don't just take people out they don't like. They make martyrs. Yeah. And that could be possible. I hope and not. If you're really looking for a civil war, that would get you one. That would be, yeah, and they that could would just blame it on chaos. Iranians, or it could be, That's right. it could be ambiguous. Yeah. What, another thing that was interesting to me, and that is a scary thought, because that could cause mass chaos. And it's not like they haven't done stuff like this before. I know. Somebody's done it. Right. You, know, you can say, I don't know who killed JFK, but somebody did it. Yeah, somebody did it. <laughs> Even if it was a lone wolf guy, and look what it did. So this guy, cult figure, they had so many people at his funeral yesterday, and that story which you mentioned yesterday where 56 people were stampeded to death, that's an odd story, by the way. They're totally. A funeral celebrating, and then suddenly— And it suddenly, postponed his funeral or moved where he was buried. Like, yeah, right. It's really weird. It's it's really weird. I mean, I can't believe that Iran is playing along with something like this. I don't believe that. And that's but what's it's curious, so yeah. weird. The bomb, which was clearly a symbolic thing that – I mean from the moment it happened and they reported it, I said this plays right into making it look like uh, a Trump win and making the – it made them look weak. Uh, that's which, instantly what I thought. I ran. That they, they, that they didn't kill anybody with their bombs they, they even did, though they said it would be eye for eye kind they, of Yeah, stuff. they did. They just hit the buildings and then they said yeah. they didn't want anything else. Almost like they, they did a kind of a slap yeah. and then like we, we don't want anything else. So that makes yeah. me think that this is – if this guy was as important of a figure, if somebody in our government got taken out like that, our response is probably not going to be, oh, okay. we're going to take an empty building. We're sorry. Just stay, Just leave but, us alone. One of the things in Trump's speech today was that that since he's been president, we've spent two and a half trillion dollars on the military, which like who brags about that <laughs> for every yeah. trillion we have spent, Iran has spent 20 billion. Yeah. Jump change. So there's no they, they have absolutely no power. The only thing we can hope for is that the international community tries to at least refute the claims that Trump makes. Like when he says that we sent $150 billion over there, they're using on their, for uh, their bombs and stuff towards us. That was their money that we had just frozen for yeah. no good reason. Or I, there was probably good reason, but we just, it wasn't taxpayer dollars or like that they were violating the nuclear agreement. They absolutely were not. We pulled out of that. You can find the UN and stuff. They did not, they did not violate that agreement. So when, when Trump is saying stuff that is not true to justify what he's doing, like to me, that further makes it seem like there is no good justification or he'd just be focusing on the justification. Yeah. It's, so there was a lot of that. Vibe. It's definitely a strange story. It's almost like 
Iran knew it was going to happen and maybe even wanted that guy taken out, or maybe he's not. Maybe they, they, they hit him. I don't know what's going I on. I don't but know. They don't seem that upset about it, the, the government anyway. And they seem to be, at least well, in the way it's being presented, maybe this is just propaganda across the board. I, I really don't know how they're actually reacting. Well, is Putin calling the shots, though? Because know. their only hope, the only reason we don't just roll in there with tanks anyway, right, is, I think, is Putin. I mean, a ground war would be kind of, I think, crazy in that place because yeah. it's just it's a big country. I uh-huh. don't know. And they do have a lot of soldiers. Like, and we do be... have their whole infrastructure held hostage. All right, so why don't we just nuke them, yeah. I guess, Ni- is my question. Nitrous. What, what was that? Uh, Operation oh, Ni- Zo- Nitro Zeus. Zeus. Yes, where we have little <laughs> – Cyber bombs that can literally yeah, right. shut their grid right. down. Mm-hmm. So it's very well. Strange. Look, we're clearly trying to provoke them openly. So Patrick Clausen said we're using covert means to start a war with Iran. Now they're using overt means, and they yeah. say it's good if somebody else would start the war. Well, they're just trying to get them to start the war. Just a couple of quick yeah. things. Uh, the oh, the Trump is asking NATO to get involved to accelerate to make sure that they don't continue with the nuclear agreement that they step up their presence in the middle east or at least their activity there uh in april i believe or whenever the s-400s from russia are activated in turkey turkey gets a new round of sanctions and this gone guy who escaped from japan to Lebanon, they emphasize that he went through Turkey. So Turkey is looking like an untrustworthy, uh, weak, you know, like they have security breaches there, stuff like that. I think there's a reason Turkey's just thrown in that. Uh, he, Trump also said something about hypersonic missiles. And I have an interesting firsthand piece of information that's interesting. My son, my husband always takes my son to the Rose Bowl on New Year's Day. So. They went and they looked forward to the bomber going overhead. They're obviously nothing like me. I do not like bombers. (laughs) So I didn't realize this, but every year my son is ready for it and he videotapes it, like, or whatever, videos it on his phone. So he just showed me, he was like, look, last year it was super, super loud. And this year it was completely silent. It's a stealth bomber. Yeah. And my husband mentioned it, too, and he was like, I I feel like they're trying to send somebody a message like you won't even hear us coming. Yeah. And then Trump said the hypersonic thing today, and I was like, whoa. We talked about that in a propaganda report a few months back, that emerging technology they had. Well, that was because Russia was talking about it, right? Because that's also been in the news from Russia. Russia – that was another episode we mentioned them. Yes. We had the military college guys. We're talking about the crazy technology that we're developing right now in the military, and hypersonic was one of them. Really? Yeah, yeah. well, tr- Putin was talking about it too. I wanted to just add one thing about that, what I think the escape, the gone escape. It's so hard to call him that because his name is G-H-O-S-N. Yeah. But it's – Sounds like this, goon also. The The fourth time I read about this, I, I had to believe – believe that there was a reason for it so he got busted out of japan with the help of a former green beret of a usaid guy state department guy like these guys are all former deep state cia operatives okay they were planning it for months but the trigger for this guy was when they wouldn't let him see his wife for christmas so they were they went through a multi-million dollar operation preparing for for a month but he didn't commit to it until japan went the 
last straw. You know, the whole story is weird. The two agenda items that keep coming up, or it looks like agenda, things that are going to change, policies in Japan that are going to change, two of them are, one, the private companies do the airport security. So my expectation is that, like, after 9-11 for us, well, I think it was somewhat before 9-11, but in after, they're going to go completely government control of their airport security in Japan, I'm guessing. But the other thing is this criminal, quote, justice system over there is so preposterous that they have a, just a basically 100% conviction rate. And it's not yeah. because they only prosecute people who are guilty. Yeah. Uh, they, that something's going to change there too. I don't yeah. know what, but that's, that's on the chopping block. Yeah. That, because his wife couldn't see him on Christmas. That's what rallies the crew together. They didn't let him see his wife. That is a little bit. Yeah. Odd. That's what they said. It's totally weird. And, uh, so what, you know what? I mean, it's not the end of the world. It's a blessing and, for some people at Christmas time. His wife looks kind of cute. Okay. But, uh, no, I don't know. Anyway, the point is that they, they had already, done months worth of research and of course again the wall street journal goes into great detail of how to defy any security system in any airport like this is what they did this is how they did it blah 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 it's ridiculous it's excessive they're like this type of crate first they did this they tested the system by putting a couch (laughs) in then they put an empty crate in then they put a full crate in like it's just i I, like feel like taking notes like in case i ever need to i know it sounds (laughs) get out of the country advice it sounds like they (laughs) did all this preparation they said we're doing all this preparation and we're going to implement it once they cross or they trip the trip wire, which is yes. preventing him from seeing yes. his wife on Christmas. Yes, it was. They know they, that when if they go all Grinch, it's yeah. over. Yeah, it's over. Yeah. So another thing related to the Iran thing and something we talked about briefly yesterday is there have been text messages being sent out that are scamming people, threatening them, saying that. The army has been trying to reach you because you are being drafted, and they have been unable to reach you, and you are going to go to jail for up to six years if you do not respond. Wow. And people are responding. Freaking out. They're freaking out. Yeah. What? What? This is similar to the IRS scam. So what do you do? You call them back, and you put your social security you, number you in? You give them your information. <laughs> You pay the hundred dollar fine yes, with your credit exactly. card. No way. And then they have websites claiming to be secret service websites that are a, that are a phishing scams. Or somebody better warn Podesta to change his email password because they're they're taking advantage of all of this using the fear, the trending thing of am I going to get drafted into World War Three? And wow, that's these, yeah, clever. These scammers are. Everywhere. I was telling my parents the other day, there's a lots of elderly scammers that call all the time because I see some stuff that gets printed out. And I'm like, this is a scam. You know this. Run this by me. And one called the house yesterday, and I answered. And the guy goes, we are going to give you a faster internet today. We're going to double your internet speed. And I was like, I could use double internet speed. <laughs> and he goes, okay, I am with your service provider. And I was like, my service provider? Who? And he goes, your service provider. I was like, but who is my service provider? <laughs> and he went, uh, Verizon, which is not my service provider, but I played along for a little while. Right. And I was like, what do I do? And he said, Does there, is there three green lights on your thing? And I was like, yes, there is. And he goes, I need you to stand in front of your computer. And so 
what I did was I went and physically stood in front of it, and I just went, okay. And then he goes, are you on your computer? I said, no, I'm standing in front of my computer. <laughs> Is your computer on? I said, you didn't tell me to turn it on. You told me to stand in front of my computer. <laughs> and then he yeah. goes, you need to turn it on. And I went down, and I was like, all right, I need to go out to the garage and get a crank. And see if I can get this thing. I just messed with him, and he stayed on the line because he thought I was stupid, and he thought he was going to get money out of me. Right, right. And then at the end of it, I said, hey, dude, does this scam ever work? And he goes, what are you talking about? I said, my my, uh, Verizon is not my thing. AT&T is, you cocksucker. Does this thing ever work? Now, I was doing it to show my dad. And my dad, who doesn't usually laugh at vulgarity, found it very funny because the guy was mm. trying to scam him. So these scams, they will jump all over anything they can use to exploit, and including this fear of going into yes. the army. So be careful yes. out there. Yes, and they can target different demographics. And when you're not, when you're just not yeah. one of them, they don't care if you can see right through it. And that goes back to the other thing where the more preposterous it is, the better off. Because they yes, you then why, they get yeah, confident exactly it's a confidence game. Yeah. Speaking of which, a quick one from yesterday: a guy was arrested, a sex offender, convicted sex offender, was caught showing up to emergencies in South Carolina fires, dressed as a firefighter, pretending to be a first responder, and he got busted. Thankfully, because. The other firefighters asked him questions, and he didn't know the answers to it. But he was going up. He was stopping traffic himself. <laughs> I mean, it's absurd. It, it, he wasn't running off with the unconscious victims of smoke inhalation. That might He might have been doing this for a while for all yeah, we know. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. this is – I pointed this story out similar to Talk the last one. taking advantage of – Yes, and that's, this is what I'm talking position. about right here. This is a microcosm of, I think, the type of people who – seek power and who are likely to gain power because this is this person is a psychopath this person is a psychopath who yeah no conscience yes who knows that they can put on a symbol of trust and authority and go take advantage of people in their most vulnerable moments when they aren't going to question this authority because this authority is the very thing that they need in that moment dude again you're scaring me these are our What's politicians I think. right exactly right. Yes. But yes, that's what just because you went through the front door instead of the back door doesn't mean you're not using the uniform. Like Edward Bernays said to Dave, whatever his name is, who's the late night guy? Letterman. Yes. He said to him, he said, oh, you're the famous Dr. Bernays. You know what? What's your story? And he said, my story is that everyone's going to believe what I said now that you call me Dr. Bernays. Yeah. Or yeah. because I'm wearing a white coat or yeah. whatever. That's but, it. And exactly. he's, I'm sure he's a real PhD or whatever. Yeah. But you're right. He talks about that a lot. You use those terms, those symbols, because it gains Well, that's what trust. they're for. Yes. That is clear what they're for. Uniforms are for that. Mm-hmm. Hitler was great at the uniform. He was. You know, like big, big shoulders. And I think the boots probably had a little heel. Yeah. You yeah. know, like just make them uh-huh. larger. Yeah. Like make people larger. Yeah. Yikes. This is this is scary. So give me one more. Well, the other thing that I have is the CES, the Consumer Electronic. Oh yes, yes. I I did not on. read about that because I knew you were going to tell me about it. I can run through just a handful of quick things, and then you can yeah. get your opinion on them. Yep. These are some of the select items that I pulled out looking at it that have the theme of basically mass surveillance and mm-hmm. this smart world is being built up around us while we cheer it on for the sake of. Uh, 
It's going to be easier to do things now. That is what the article in the Wall Street Journal today started. I know you had this yesterday, but today's article was, hey, we can get you a lot more security if you'll accept a little less privacy. Bingo. And as the smart world emerges around us, anything not compatible with the smart world is becoming obsolete. We're not going to be able to use certain things more and more. We're going to be required to have a smart assistant. Speaking of which, the first really interesting product that is being showcased there is a smart showerhead with a built-in Alexa. Do you need Alexa in the shower with you? you know what I think. I think the whole transgender bathroom thing is about getting surveillance into bathrooms. Where else can you do drugs or make a make a, an illegal deal a or dead drop. cash yeah. or prostitution. All like illegal activity happens in the bathroom because they really have laws against putting cameras in there. Yeah. But if they start letting men who dress like women so that they can rape women, you know what I mean? Like they set up the danger yeah. of that abuse of the transgender bathroom system. Then they say, well, we can't discriminate against transgender people just because they're people who take advantage of the system who aren't transgender. So we have to put surveillance video in there because it's a severe safety risk. Exactly. I could see it going that way. Let me give you one more product, then we'll tease the rest for tomorrow. Home drone security. Home drone security is a drone that when someone shows up, you know you have the ring cameras. This is a little bit of a different play on the ring cameras. People show up into the yard, fly, I guess, out of the back of your house. A drone zooms up, zooms down, and like Alien the movie or something, gets in front of your face, scans you. Oh, yeah. Finds out what you're there for, runs a facial recognition, and lets you know whatever it is you need to know about this person. That's straight out of Minority Report. It's crazy. Other things, yeah. Yeah. Other things as well. Very interesting. Well, that was an action-packed show. Well, go ahead. Yes, the Colorado drone thing did make Fox headlines on Sirius today. I got a note on YouTube about Oh, because they have a joint drone task force. Wow. So there you go. There's your solution. I saw that they're using special high-tech planes now to try and track them. Yeah, I got a message on YouTube I don't have in front of me. I can read it tomorrow that says that... This person says that he worked in that area, and he knows exactly what these drones are, and it's very easy, and he doesn't know why there's this fuss over it. So I'm interested to follow up on what he said, and maybe I can report back tomorrow what I learned. All right. Fantastic. You you guys can find your Drive Time News Blast every weekday afternoon around 4 p.m. on theprofitreport.com or your favorite podcasting platform. We will talk to you guys tomorrow.